This is Lord's Financial Planning with Jim Lord. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Jim Lord provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Lord's Financial Planning with your host, Jim Lord. Well, good morning and welcome back to another edition of Lord's Financial Planning. I'm Jim Lord with my co-host, Tony Shore. Now, if at any time during the show you like a little bit more information, give us a call. Call us at 785-2666-002. I got to warn you, nobody's going to answer the phone today, but we'll be in Monday, so we'll call you back. You might also want to go to our website, go to lordsfinancialplanning.com, take a look around, download some things that might be of interest to you, and maybe while you're there, go on over to the radio page and listen to some of the episodes that you've missed, and you might even want to subscribe to iTunes or Google Plan. That way you can catch our episodes just about any time you want it. But uh, Tony, I'm telling you, the day I thought we'd talk about how to control expenses in retirement. I think that's a big that's topic. That's a good topic. Big topic. In fact, I've titled it, The 10 Tips to Control Expenses in Retirement. Now, this was not an original thought by Jim. I'm basing it on an article that I read in August from the U.S. News and World Report. And in that report, and of course, everybody's retirement's different. We, you know, we know that. But, you know, some individuals, they get to retire just as they expected, right when they expect. You know, they get everything organized. It works out just fine. But other people maybe get laid off or, or because of whatever, have to retire early. And that makes a, makes a big difference. Uh, but, you know, we're going to have to control our expenses during a retirement. So we're going to devote today's show to some tips on how to do that in retirement, Tony. Ah, that sounds great, Jim. And uh, it's a beautiful morning. I want to say good morning to all our listeners out there on AM 1440, The Big Talker. We're excited to be here. And Jim, I'm excited for the show. Thanks for having me on. Uh, I've been great. It's been a crazy busy week, but I'm having a good morning. I've got my coffee. How about you? How are you doing this morning, Jim? I think I'm on my second cup of coffee already. <laughs> of uh, course. Now, yeah. I'm limited to two because if I get to three, they have to start scraping me off the wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know how that is. Yeah, definitely. So I know that you've been really busy because this time of year, this is when you're the busiest, isn't it? I mean, does, doesn't business really pick up in the fall for you? It does. You know, the um, October, November, December are just super busy months. And, uh, you know, it's kind of like the end of the year, we're doing all of our tax planning that we didn't get around to doing and, uh, you know, putting things in order. So it is very busy, but that's good. We like it busy, Tony. Yeah, definitely. I, I like it that way as well. And today's topic sounds like a good one because, Jim, who doesn't want to make that dollar go further? Uh, But saving isn't always easy. Uh, They say you can tighten the belt, but it can give you a stomachache. You know, that's probably true. I hadn't thought about that. You can tighten the belt, but it might give you a stomachache. That's a good one. I like that. I like that one. Well, you know... Uh, you know, we often think about cutting expenses as something that is painful, kind of like tightening the belt and getting a stomachache. But, you know, today we're going to take a look at some tips that, that can make the process a little less negative than tightening the belt too tight. So the first step I think uh, that I want to talk about is cut where it doesn't hurt. 
which really means prioritizing your your spending or your cost, Tony. Yeah, that sounds like and, a good one. Uh, yeah, I think you know that's that's an important thing to do. But you know, what are the most important expenditures that you got? Well, um, are you paying for services that you maybe don't need or don't use? Could you eliminate uh, maybe expenses uh, by cutting back on your cable bill or your telephone service? You know, I often have people come in and I'll ask them, you know, when it comes to uh, doing a plan for them. And of course, we, you know, we charge a plan fee to do a complete plan. And and uh, I'll say, well, do you have a cable bill? Oh, yeah, we're paying X number of dollars a month. I said, well, it's pay television, right? Are they sending you a check? No, they're not. <laughs> Okay, so, uh, you know, you may want to think in terms of, uh, you know, do I really need to spend X number of dollars a month for pay television? Um, you know, maybe you don't need, uh, maybe you don't need to shop at the big box stores anymore. You know, you probably don't need to, to buy a, a four-gallon pack of orange juice, uh, even if it's a bargain, because the kids are all gone. And let's face it, sometimes the best bargain is just purchases you don't make, Tony. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Sometimes the best bargain is the purchase you don't make. I like that one, Jim. That should we should have that stitched on a throw pillow, probably. Maybe we could put that on some hats. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and we could sell the hats for a bargain. Little long for a hat. That's why I thought maybe <laughs> stitch it on a throw pillow. Hey, well, that'd work too, you know. Yeah. Well, you know that's kind of a great segue. You talk about throw pillows because, you know, tip number two deals with things like throw pillows. Now, if your wife's anything like mine, uh, she's got a few throw pillows. In fact, she's got quite a few throw pillows. And the question is, do we need all of them? How about selling them? You know, we could sell some of the stuff we don't need. You know, maybe you've got a basement full of old books or toys or sports equipment. And, and you know, instead of just letting it sit there and wait till you're gone and then the kids sort through it and wonder why in the world you kept it all. How about selling it? Go out there to eBay or Craigslist or maybe take it to the church rummage sale. You know, you could you, know, you could donate these charities to charity and take a tax deduction. You might not get cash, but you get a tax write-off. So, you know, don't don't just focus on the small stuff, though. You know, you, you might still have a, a boat sitting out there beside the garage that's been sitting there for quite a while. The kids are all gone. You haven't been on the boat for a while. And so, Maybe it's time to sell the boat. You know, you don't need to maybe have four vehicles. You know, there's you and your spouse to drive, but maybe you don't even need two. So, you know, take a look around your house and think about everything uh, and look at it as if there's a dollar sign on it, because there probably is, Tony. You know, Tony, the secondhand market is growing by leaps and bounds. And according to ThreadUp.com, one of the leading resale companies, in their 2018 resale report, they said resale market is growing 24 times, Tony, 24 times wow. faster than the traditional retail market. Now, the resale industry is expected to double to $41 billion, that's with a B, by 2022, according to this article. Wow. Uh, that is huge. It sounds like a huge opportunity as well, because we often think of, at least I do, I think of collectibles or my vehicle is having value. But clothes and home goods rarely come to mind. So this is kind of a game changer. Jim, maybe even my closet of Hawaiian shirts might be worth something. They're not just fashion. They might be valuable. Well, not only that, but, you know, as reported by Forbes.com on their big post, secondhand clothes are a 
treat and an opportunity. I don't know about your Hawaiian shirt being a treat and an opportunity, <laughs> but that was a, that was the name of the article. Now, you know, there, there's also a, a cultural change that's happening towards secondhand clothes, Tony. You know, it used to be kind of a stigma if you bought secondhand clothes, you were poor and you couldn't afford anything else. Um, you know, we used to consider it old, but now we consider it vintage. You probably have a vintage Hawaiian shirt. And, you know, accompanied with the trendy value of authentic, secondhand star is rising and the Sigma is going away. Okay, so, you know, the well-known fashion designer Stella McCartney said that she believed the future of fashion is circular. Get this, circular. Uh, it'll be restorative and regenerative by design, and the clothes that we love will never end up waste. How about that? Okay, how about this? Of active secondhand shoppers, this will blow your mind, people who have spent over $10,000 on secondhand clothes in a two-year period, 13% are millionaires. Wow. Maybe that's how they get their money. I don't know. Secondhand clothes are more environmentally friendly. Yeah. That's the very definition of recycle, isn't it? Now, yeah, it is. only time will tell about your Hawaiian shirt, though, Tony. <laughs> My Hawaiian shirts, yeah. Well, it, like you say, one man's trash is another man's treasure. But uh, what's another tip that we can use to control our expenses in retirement, Jim? Well, I think the next tip is, um, you know, not only valuable for retirees, but I think it's important for a lot of individuals, and that's control your credit. You know, as you approach retirement, uh, you should be paying down your debt rather than increasing it. But, you know, many financial service professionals tell us that we need to avoid taking out new loans. And I agree with that. Credit card debts, particularly, they tend to have really high interest rates. And, uh, you know, if you're running a balance, it may be beneficial for you to pay it off as soon as you possibly can. Uh, so, you know, don't necessarily worry if you're carrying a mortgage into retirement. You know, you've got plenty of company if that's the situation. Um, but there can be a feeling of security if you do have your house paid for and knowing that it's paid for and free and clear. Well, how common is it for retirees to carry a mortgage into retirement? Well, Tony, you know, traditionally, uh, homeowners always look forward to getting their home paid off before they entered retirement. And then they would live out their golden years without having a mortgage payment. And I, I think that's still a good plan for, for everyone who can do that. But the scenario uh, is becoming a little less common according to recent surveys. Uh, in the survey, Retirement and Mortgages by the National Mortgage Banker, American Financial, or American Financing, I'm sorry, they found that 44% of Americans between ages 60 and 70 still had a mortgage. Uh, and when when that was when they retired. And, and as many as 17% of those surveyed say that they may never get it paid off. So the survey also found that 32% predicted that they'd be paying on the mortgage for at least another eight years, Tony. Wow. Uh, that's huge. Now, our time is almost up for this first segment of the show. We have to take a quick break. Do you have anything you'd like to share or add before we do? Well, you know, Tony, I, we, we've, we've mentioned this many, many times, and that is don't go it on your own. And this kind of reminds me of the show we did here not too long ago about the Sherpa. You know, I oh, yeah. didn't remember what a Sherpa was until I did a little reading, but a Sherpa is a guide that guides you up a mountain. And I think we were talking about Sherpas over on Mount Everest and how important they were to be making the trip up and making the trip down. And I would say to our listeners, uh, preparing for retirement is 
kind of like getting ready to climb Mount Everest many times. You really want to guide a Sherpa. And that's what we do at Lord's Financial Planning. We, uh, along with estate planning and financial planning, we do a lot of retirement planning. And so I want to encourage you as a listener to, to uh, pick up the phone, give us a call at 785-266-6002. Tell the staff that you'd like to schedule a one-hour, no-obligation consultation, and I'll be happy to sit down and visit with you about what's important to you and share some of the things that we can do to assist you, and we'll go from there. So give us a call at 785-266-6002. All right. Thanks, Jim. And listeners, stay tuned to hear more tips for controlling your expenses in retirement right here on Lord's Financial Planning with our host, Jim Lord. Do you feel like you need help navigating your retirement? Retirement can be scary, but it doesn't have to be. With our Retirement Income Toolkit, you can get the information you need to help secure your retirement. This toolkit provides valuable information on income planning, asset allocation, tax planning, legacy planning, and more. Receive your Retirement Toolkit from Lord's Financial Planning by visiting lordsfinancialplanning.com or calling us at 785-266-6002. Hello and welcome back to Lord's Financial Planning with myself, your co-host, Tony Shore, and of course, Jim Lord. And today, Jim, you're talking about 10 tips that we can use to control our expenses or help control those those expenses we're going to have when retirement comes or in retirement. And uh, you, so far, you talked about cut where it doesn't hurt. In other words, don't tighten the belt so much you get a stomach ache, how to avoid that. Uh, number two, sell what you aren't using. That's a great trend right now that a lot of folks are doing. And you also said control our credit, which is always good advice. Great tips so far. So Jim, what's the next tip on your list? Well, tell you, the next tip is something that I think many, many retirees plan on doing retirement and that's travel. And so simply put, you know, use your head when you're traveling. A little, a little research um, can go a long ways to save you some money when you're traveling. So, you know, scour the internet, look for hotel bargains, uh, uh, or maybe maybe book home away, uh, or air bed and breakfast, Airbnb, or maybe fly midweek. Uh, you know, you, you've got a flexible schedule now. You don't have to fly on a weekend to go someplace. You can fly during the week. And so another pit, you know, another thought is travel during the colder season. Maybe the rates are lower then. Many times they are. And many times... Uh, Tony, an airline will alert you to special fares and packages. So, so use your flexible schedule to take advantage of some of those savings. Now, uh, you know it's actually a good time to travel abroad because the dollar is strong. So, uh, you, you know you, you can save more though by staying closer to home. And perhaps uh, you know maybe you want to go visit the kids or the grandkids or. Could even stay with them for free for a little bit, Tony. And, <laughs> Maybe, yeah. You, you know, whatever you choose, but but keep your budget in mind. Uh, you also want to plan for uh, costs while you're on vacation, while you're on the road. So if you're traveling, if you're driving, you know, keep an eye on a website like GasBuddy.com. You know, cheaper gas might just be another mile away, Tony. Wow, true. These are all good ideas, and I know travel is a huge part of retirement for so many people. And it's a great way to stay active or entertained, and that's a big part of it too, isn't it? It is. It is. You know, entertainment is a big part of retirement, um, and that's why <clears throat> number five, find free entertainment. <clears throat> now, 
you know, you could be playing checkers with the guys. No, I didn't mean that. You could. <laughs> but, you know, your, your community likely, though, though, does offer some summer concerts, uh, fall festivals. Uh, you know, check out the public library for free seminars, maybe a book club, uh, movies, lectures, and your church or maybe your veterans association or, or a social club, many times they offer, uh, you know, rewarding activities at, at little or no cost. And, and many communities, Tony, offer adult educational classes ranging from, you know, maybe you've always wanted to learn a foreign language or maybe it's ballroom dancing. You know, probably your wife's always wanted to learn ballroom dancing, but, but that's a possibility. And, and don't hesitate to, to, to get a senior pass for the movie theater or the state park or, Quite frankly, when you go to the restaurant, say, do you give senior discounts? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Age has its advantages, Tony. <laughs> you got to take you got to take advantage of those perks of being old where you can. Right. That's right. That's yeah. right. That's right. Well, uh, so many options out there. These are great. What's another tip you have for us? Well, Tony, this may be a hard one, but it's definitely something to consider. Uh, and I'd say put the kibosh on your kids. Now, you know, you're probably used to paying the bills for your younger children. And if you still have younger children at home, you're still paying their bills. But you don't have to do that when they're adults. And, uh, you know, while you're free to help uh, out, uh, if you can afford it, there's no law that says you have to. You don't have to subsidize the rent or come up with a down payment on a car or a house. And, you know, you don't have to uh, spend thousands of dollars uh, with them anymore because you've already spent thousands of dollars getting them up to this point. It's time to launch them. So, uh now it's time to let them fly on their own. In fact, maybe even including the airfare for their honeymoon. You know, you're yeah. not obligated to pay for all those things anymore. Wow. Well, that that's kind of a tough one. Uh, you went over some great tips, and it makes sense, but that can be a tough move for a parent to make. Uh, is number seven maybe a little easier for us? It's possible. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it is. It is. You know, the fact, Tony, is that... <clears throat> Let, let, let's call this one Go Green. We hear about Go Green all the times. You know, sometimes it's as simple as, as turning off the lights when you leave the room or, or uh, uh, you know, that, that can make a real impact on your electric bill. Uh, maybe perhaps dialing down the heat in the wintertime a little bit or, or, or maybe not turning on the air conditioner in the summertime or springtime quite as much. Maybe open up a window, let the wind blow through. Um, you know, maybe combine your, your trips to... to you take in that thirsty SUV or, or maybe trade it in for a gas sipping sedan or, a, or maybe a Tesla. That's not a bad idea, Tony, but, you know, trade it in for something maybe a little bit more economical. Uh, yeah. You know, some additional tips for saving money by going green in your home um, can be found at the smallfootprintfamily.com. I like that, smallfootprintfamily.com. Sounds like a cartoon. In their, uh, in, their, in their blog, they said, uh, how to save money by going green. And here were some of the highlights. They said, line dry your clothing. Now, I don't know about you, Tony, but I can remember when we line dried clothing when I was a kid. We didn't have a clothes dryer. I know clothes dryers are tremendously inefficient. Um, wash your clothes in cold water. Well, saves on your heating bill. And, you know, and... You know, the easiest move in terms of set and forget it might be just to install a programmable thermostat. You know, this little gadget, you can set so it just turns the heat up just before you get home or turns it down when you go to sleep at night. You know, it doesn't keep it as cold during the daytime and cools it off, you know, when you get there. So that can save a lot of money, Tony. 
Well, it sounds like it could save a lot of money, and it all adds up. Some of those things may seem small, but it really does add up. Um, now, our time is almost up for this segment. We have to take another quick break. Do you have any comments before we do? Well, I just want to remind our listeners that our goal at Lord's Financial Planning is to truly take the mystery out of planning, accumulating, uh, dispensing what you've accumulated, uh, putting together a good accumulation plan as well as a retirement plan, Tony, yeah. helping helping make something uh, available for people that is understandable and something that they can follow, Tony. Yeah. Yeah, it has to be understandable. Uh, how can our listeners get a hold of you? Tony, they can call us at 785-266-6002. That's 785-266-6002. Also, you can check us out on the web. Go to lordsfinancialplanning.com. All right. Well, stay tuned, listeners. We're going to be right back after these messages with tips 8 through 10 on controlling your expenses in retirement here on Lords Financial Planning with our host, Jim Lord. Retirement can be both exciting and intimidating. At Lord's Financial Planning, we have found many people fail to truly maximize some of the benefits offered to them, primarily Social Security. Since deciding when to file for your benefit is so important, our firm has assembled an informational packet on Social Security. If you would like a complimentary copy, call our office at 785-266-6002 or visit us at lordsfinancialplanning.com to learn more. Hello and welcome back to Lord's Financial Planning. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and our host is Jim Lord. And Jim, great show today. Uh, really interesting. You've been going over some tips for us on how to control our expenses in retirement. I'll give a brief recap because I have been keeping notes. Uh, one, cut where it doesn't hurt. I like that one. Two, sell what you aren't using. Good, always good advice. Three, this is a biggie that a lot of people struggle with. Control your credit. Watch that debt. Uh, number four, use your head when you travel. Uh, don't travel at uh, peak times. Travel at off times. Uh, number five, find free entertainment. There's tons out there. Usually communities have things for free. Uh, six, put the kibosh on your adult kids. In other words, stop supporting your adult children. You don't need to give them the world. Uh, make them earn it on their own at some point. Um, and then uh, your last tip so far was go green. So what are the other tips, the last three tips for controlling our expenses in retirement then? I'll tell you, I think the next one might be a little confusing and it's uh, save on saving. Okay. Now let me, <laughs> let me expand on that a little bit. You know, the idea here is that you should find ways to minimize the amount that your social security tax is going to be. You know, your social security benefits are um, can be taxed. So find ways to minimize that. Uh, according to a uh, May 2018 article from U.S. News and World Report entitled How to Minimize Social Security Taxes, um, here are two options, Tony, to, to mitigate the taxes on your Social Security benefit. One, factor in the state tax. Now, there are 13 states out there that um, do charge tax on your income from Social Security. Now, I hate to tell you this, listeners, but you're living in one of them, okay? <laughs> and, and so, um, you know, if you're thinking about relocating, if you're thinking about moving to another area uh, of the country, check that out and find out if they're one of the states that do not charge taxes for uh, income from Social Security. 
Mm. Another one is to set up your Social Security with a tax for withholding. Now, um, you know, if you're going to owe taxes on your Social Security or if you're going to owe taxes on your combined income, uh, you may not want to just think everything's going to work out all right and wait till the end of the year when you get the tax bill. You may want to set it up so that you can have a deduction uh, taken out of your Social Security check to help uh, minimize what you're going to have to uh, possibly pay um, or maybe not have to pay anything when you get done. So uh, you can do that. So set up taxes, um, and that's usually a little bit more convenient than coming up with it at the end of the year, Tony. Right. And, uh, you know, I imagine some people, though, may find it much easier to plan on paying quarterly than one yearly sum and others uh, not. Uh, What's the next tip? Well, you're going to love this one. Do not covet your neighbor's social media post. Okay. Now, you know, we, we all see smiling people living ideal lives on television and social media. Sometimes we get Christmas letters from our friends and they talk about the wonderful things that they and their family are all doing. It sounds like they have no problems. But remember, you know, these images and these reports many times are carefully selected and edited. And, you know, other people are having, uh, you know, the idea that other people are having a better time than you is not necessarily the case. So focus on living the kind of retirement that's right for you. In fact, the CNBC article entitled, There's Now Analytical Proof Behind Keeping Up with the Joneses, examined the fact that flashy spending by lottery winners appears to pressure neighbors into spending more themselves. So, you know. Wow. Tony, here's kind of what was found. You know, the larger the lottery reward uh, a lucky gambler collected, the more likely his or her neighbors were at filing for bankruptcy. And this was according to a, uh, a new working paper from the Philadelphia Federal Reserve that sought to find analytical backing for keeping up the Joneses theory. Well, Tony, the research found that social pressures to uh, compete with your neighbors, um, you know, on exciting new purchases, sometimes it's so great that it leads to a significant increase in both the amount of credit and maybe mortgages that people are willing to incur. So while your neighbors might not be lottery winners, you know, trying to keep up with your peers on social media could be a financial disaster for you. Well, I guess it's good then, Jim, that only the only lottery my neighbors have ever won is getting to live next to me. That was a good deal, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good deal. That was a good deal. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Tony, I'll tell you what. Well, I'm sure we just have to ask him. You know, that brings us to the final tip on the show. Rely on friends and family. Don't be afraid to ask for a favor, you know, and then and then offer to reciprocate. You know, you can save money, uh, you know, maybe driving each other to the store or to the doctor's office instead of calling the lift or using your own vehicle. And exchange yard work or housework or financial knowledge or, or culinary skills. You know, help each other out. When you can rely on others, your benefit from their companionship is phenomenal, Tony. Well, yeah, and I think that's a really good point. And as usual, our time has just flown by, and our time is up for this week's show. But is there anything else you want to add before we have to go? Well, again, I want to thank our listeners for tuning in this Saturday morning. I'm sure many of you are probably involved in projects like emptying the basement or cleaning out the garage, (laughs) following some of our advice to get rid of the stuff. But thank you for tuning in. And until next week... um, if you have questions, oh, give us a call, 785-266-6002. Tell the staff you'd like to have that one-hour no-obligation consultation. Thank you for listening. All right. 
And that does it for today's episode of Lord's Financial Planning with our host, Jim Lord, and myself, your co-host, Tony Shore. Thank you for listening to Lord's Financial Planning. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Jim Lord at Lord's Financial Planning. Call 785-266-6002 or visit the website at lordsfinancialplanning.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Securities and investment advisory services offered through Gradient Securities, LLC, Arden Hills, Minnesota, 866-991-1539. Member FINRA, SIPC. Gradient Securities, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor, offers investment advisory services under the DBA of Gradient Wealth Management. Gradient Securities LLC and its advisors do not render tax, legal, or accounting advice. Insurance products and services are offered through Lord's Financial Planning. Lord's Financial Planning is not affiliated with Gradient Securities LLC. Gradient Securities LLC and Lord's Financial Planning are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. Please refrain from posting reviews of your experience as this may be considered testimonials and are prohibited by the Securities and Exchange Commission, SEC. Like should not be considered a positive reflection of the investment advisory services offered by Gradient Securities LLC, GS, and or their investment advisor. Advisor representatives.